Hello, everyone. Thank you for joining me for another episode of the Divorce Day Podcast. This is your host, Linda, and I am so glad that you could join us today. So regular listeners know that the podcast is one where we speak to women who openly share their personal stories about their marriage relationship uh, from the dating stage down through the unfortunate uh, events of divorce. But in light of the events that are occurring relative to uh, COVID-19 or coronavirus, I thought we would move away from the topic of divorce today and we'll be brief as well. I like to start with a story about something that occurred this morning I went to when I went to Walmart. A friend of mine had called me and told me that the governor of our state would be uh, imposing a 72-hour period beginning uh, the weekend where we couldn't go out, I think, except for if we needed something from like our prescriptions filled or something from a grocery store. Other than that, they expected us to be, we expect us to be in the house for 72 hours, self-quarantine, if you will. So when I got to Walmart, it was pretty empty. The lot was pretty empty, but there were no shopping carts in the store. So I was trying to figure that out, but I think that the personnel just wasn't in early. You know, they weren't in yet, so they hadn't had an opportunity to bring the carts from outside. So anyway, I walked back outside and there was a car sitting there right in front of the door. And um, the lady, it was a lady inside and seems she seems like she was fumbling with a child or something in there. And so um, I said to her, because the cart was empty, I couldn't tell whether she had been shopping and emptied the cart into her car or she was taking the child out of the car to go into the store. So, uh, you know, very mannerly, I walked up and I said to her, "Um, is this your cart? She said, yes, and don't you touch it. I was like, whoa. She blew my hair back a little bit and I pull myself together. And I said to her, well, I, I simply asked you a question. And then like she stopped for a second and she said, I'm sorry. And then, um, so I walked away and I went over and got one of those, one of the carts from out of the little cart thing that's in the parking lot. And I came back and I actually passed her again. And she said to me again, she repeated, I'm sorry. So I just wanted to talk a little bit about that incident. I'm I'm glad she apologized immediately, but what her reactions made me think about, you know, while I was trying to determine what caused her to be that way this morning, you know, was it that the child, she was frustrated with the child? Was she in a bad mood? I don't know what happened, but I started to think that perhaps her reaction, what her reaction demonstrated demonstrated was that people are operating on a very high stress level at this time. And this is understandable given the day-to-day, the bleak news about the coronavirus. Today we found we find ourselves like enshrouded in uncertainty as, as, as it continues to impact us here in the United States and around the world. All of the sickness and death that we're hearing about, about brings to mind just how volatile life is. You know, so everybody right now is very concerned. People are panicky. Some people are, you know, like on the edge of hysterics. I mean, just overboard with worry. 
which is understandable because illness and loss of life can occur in an instant and, and in the twinkling of an eye. So this lady's behavior this morning, she made me think about forgiveness. And I figured here is a lesson to be learned from her, from, you know, based on her behavior. So we worship a forgiving God and he commands us to be forgiving. So with, with this in mind, right after this happened this morning, I, when I walked in the store, I stopped in my tracks and, and I really did speak a word of forgiveness in my heart and in my mind at that very moment. Now, some people think that forgiveness is a sign of weakness, but in actuality, it is a sign of strength because sometimes it can be very difficult. I read something that once said, uh, forgiveness is a gift that you give yourself. Because when you don't forgive, you're carrying around a grudge with somebody who may have no idea that you're angry. They may not even realize that they hurt your feelings in some way or, or wronged you. So while you're carrying the weight of unforgiveness, they continue to go on happily living their life, not even thinking about you. So the lady today, I, I, she recognized her wrong right away, which I appreciate. And, and, and I have to admit, it made it a little easier for me to forgive her, like on the spot, because other than that, I, I, I don't, I'm not sure that I would have been able to forgive her so quickly. Because again, it can be difficult. So today I just say to you, um, you know, because she, again, the, the, what happened and her, her ability to tell me she was sorry made it easy for me, but it can be difficult. So today I say to you, let go of the sin and the burden of unforgiveness and forgive that loved one, forgive that family member, coworker, or whomever. Life is short and we don't have time to carry around anger with people. We really don't. And because you forgive somebody, it does not necessarily mean that you have to forge or force a relationship with that person. It just simply means to let go of your anger and move forward with a loving spirit. So as the situation with the coronavirus pandemic changes from day to day, just be sure to remain cognizant of the rules of behavior that are associated with being safe and staying safe. Follow the guidance of the CDC and public health officials and the leaders of your community. And by that, I mean, you know, listen to what your mayor or your governor are saying about staying safe and how to best stay that way and stay healthy. So as we move forward in this time, it is a little dreary, it's bleak circumstances. Let us all remain prayerful that the gifted scientists in this country and throughout the world will be victorious in the discovery of a vaccine or an effective treatment far sooner than the time line that has been forecasted. Finally, in closing, remember to love one another. Call your friends and loved ones just to make sure they're all right. Check in on them. Make sure they're okay. And stay in prayer for the world. And moreover, remember always to forgive. May God bless you and keep you. This is your host, Linda, of the Divorce Ache Podcast. Take care until next time. Take care. Bless you.